Hi, welcome to episode 59 of Talk About the Passion, Deeper Than Inside. This episode is named after a Rites of Spring song. I'm your host, Christian Campagna, and my guest today is Eric Comst. Eric and I had been trying to make this happen for a few months, and now stuck inside, we were finally able to make it happen. I'm glad we got to talk. I had met Eric a few times in Boston when we ran with some of the same people in the hardcore scene around the same time bands like Wrecking Crew, uh, Eye for an Eye, the Straw Dogs uh, were the sort of the kings around here. Uh, that was another lifetime ago, though, so it was nice to hear him now on the phone talk about you know growing up in Jamaica Plain in Boston, uh, how he got into music and the the shitload of bands he's played drums with, including uh, Straw Dogs, Warzone, Sick of It All, to name a few. Uh, EK is a well-spoken guy and a great storyteller, so there's plenty of uh, really cool stories here. Uh, also, like myself, he's a big fan of the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, so that's always a plus. I've been doing more episodes of this podcast lately, and one of the main things has been getting us out of our heads for an hour or so. Uh, and, you know, while recognizing there's some serious stuff going on in the world right now, it's, it's nice to escape and talk about the things that, you know, made us who we are. Uh, and I feel like we hit that on this episode because it was all good stuff and Ended on a positive note, started on a positive note, and uh, yeah, good shit. Uh, a couple more things. If you like this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Or you can follow me on social media. I keep Instagram and Facebook pretty active, so just search for Talk About the Passion Podcast. Okay, here we go with episode 59 with EK, Deeper Than Inside. Thanks for listening. So I'm here with uh, Eric Comst, and uh, <laughs> I did this for lots of fucking beer. Yeah, real oh. cool, man. Get a shot on the right. You're great. <laughs> uh, well, we're not together. You're uh, 3,000 miles away in uh, California, and I'm here in Massachusetts. Uh, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm not bad. I'm yeah. breathing in and breathing out and just doing what I can do out here. How about yourself, bud? Not bad, not bad. Surviving, you know? Oh, good, uh, good. Yeah. Uh, where, so where did you grow up, Eric? Um... Jamaica Plain, yeah. um, pretty much uh, Jamaica Plain, Roxbury, a little bit of both. Um, it was a Eggleston Square back then. Yeah. Um, so it's I think it's Stony Brook now. So we moved back and forth for a few years until we um, planted across from uh, where Doyle's and all that kind of stuff is yeah. there. Uh, that was Jamaica Plain High School, actually. Yeah. Um, and that and yeah, so we ended up down there. I mean, all over Jamaica Plain, literally like paper route style from like you know Green Street actually in the single digits, probably yeah. like I don't know like gauge one to seven or eight and then just back and forth but pretty much jp roxbury for the yeah, most part yeah yep and what, and what did you do for uh, fun as a kid around there um whatever we could do we yeah. it was it was like the, we had that generation as you know like we could just uh you know throw things yeah. uh, i don't know throw more things <laughs> <laughs> it was those it was those really neat halloweens where we could just like uh you know, plan ahead and, and uh, you know, get the eggs all smelly, oh, yeah, and yeah. shaving cream on cars and shit like that. I mean, yeah. it was kind of just a good time. It, it was cool because it was like we could just, you know, literally like we had a thing where attendance in school, we could, um, after they didn't take attendance after um, third period. So we would just leave and go across the street from my, <laughs> from the, from my, the school. And a lot of times we either done the first floor. So my friends would be in there already eating PBJs and stuff. Right. <laughs> I'm like, thanks guys. Graduated. <laughs> <laughs> and kickball, right. you know, 
Little League Baseball I liked yeah. a lot. And that, yeah. that was the era, too. We didn't need uh, cars or phone, you know, or phone, you know. No, nothing. Phones, so you would just, just each out for the day and you'd be out with your friends for the whole day. That was it. Until yeah. the light, either it was either she was screaming my name or the lights went on. We, right. One of the one of those two. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that and that area back then wasn't as, uh, you know, it's a little more gentrified now. So it wasn't. Uh, oh yeah, a lot more gentrified. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it seems like um, Hyde Square seems like it's holding on to a little bit of its streetness. Yeah. For lack yeah, of a better word, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't believe out that area. I mean, I I feel like sometimes I go back to visit. My mom still lives. Uh, she's guys in Mission Hill. She got a place on Huntington there. She downsized, and uh, oh, yeah. I go visit her. And I do people. I feel like even the summer, like people have a score cut out, like with tattoos and shit. Like, hey, this yeah, one yeah. means so and so. And I'm like, right. wow, wow. <laughs> I got my first one in prohibition. It's prohibition shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah, whatever kids could do, you know. Yeah. Um, were you getting into music early on? Um, yeah, I was initially. It was really. Um, really kind of cool. Like, um, mom having him, she was like 15, 16 years old, like a baby having a baby, literally. So, right. we had a lot of like, um, community living of sorts, kind of like hippy dippy style. Um, yeah. had a lot of really neat people around me, um, on a creative front. Yeah. Um, just and culturally, I mean, I, I was really cool. I, uh, Sky Peter Patrick, I remember just, um, they all seemed to think I have a, a sister that lived with dads and, um, record store on um, Green Street there and they'd always be jamming in the back and stuff like that and oh, nice. I would pick up drumsticks and he didn't really wasn't too happy with that but I'd right. be making a lot of noise and breaking things <laughs> and um, so I asked my mom for some drums and she says no but I'll get you some some sticks the yeah. one year actually we had one year we lived in Rosie mm-hmm. is uh, 79 yeah. and uh, so she got me practice pad and drumsticks and I pretty much started right then and there that year and, and played uh, Billy Joel's 52nd Street over and over and over oh, and nice. over and over and over yeah, <laughs> that and Rapper's Delight. I don't know oh, what it nice. was about those two records. I can yeah, still yeah. recite every single lyric. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so what was some of your early uh, records you remember having as a kid? Um, that that was, let me see, that was, those those two full lengths I really, really liked. It was also like this, I remember my mom taking me to see um, Saturday Night Fever and uh, pretending like, you know, covering my eyes, yeah, pretending yeah. like I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and remember like that, for some reason, that soundtrack really jumped out at me. Yeah, I love um, that all soundtrack those, still. Yeah, yeah, Tavares. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gloria my dad's Gain- up. Not Gloria Gaynor. Yeah, Gloria Gaynor. Yeah, Yvonne, Cheryl Lynn, Gloria Elman. Gaynor. Yeah, yeah Von Elman. She's like, yeah. I can't have you. Yeah, yeah. I don't want no. Oh, yeah. genius. Yeah. Those Bee Gees songs and, are awesome. Oh, classic, man. I'm yeah. still a sucker for a good yeah. hook. And ask yeah. anybody in hardcore. Anybody. Yeah. That's um like Tavares. They're like my dad's. I'm actually a Cape Verdean, yeah. and um, that's there are a bunch of these Cape Verdean dudes who were just an amazing band. And, yeah. and I remember getting the when 45s were around, getting that uh, KC. I don't know which single it was, but it was the KC and the Sunshine Band single, and I just could not get enough of that. Yeah, yeah. That's who the Eggleston. But that was like that, I think that pre. That's a little bit after the Billy Joel um, stuff, but but earlier on it was like a lot of really cool neat disco. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say and funk I, and disco and that kind of stuff. Yeah, even like I would venture to say like you know just R and B like I I can like Brass Construction, Slave, Earth, Wind and Fire, uh, yeah. uh, Teddy Pendergrass. Um, yeah. Oh, this that stuff is still stuck inside of me, and yeah. I, I still approach my instrument that way to this day. I think. Oh, do you? Nice. You know, yeah. yeah, just like like a little bit of like a little bit of soul that having yeah. that step, you know. Yeah, the foundation of that stuff is rhythm, so that it definitely makes. Sense. Yeah, especially if you bring it to hardcore. Yeah, yeah, it's like a whole different. It's whole different. I mean, other there's a 
few drummers I know that have that flavor, Mackie being one of them. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. And he's like the only guy I ever like took lessons from ever. And I wasn't even like lessons. He'd be like, can you do this? No, he'd leave the room and I'd come back and I'd be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. was like six months of that. And right. Pretty much self-taught other than that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of like, all, a lot of really disco R&B stuff that I just like love. Yeah. Um, and then I started getting into the rock and roll stuff in elementary school, like ACDC. And yeah. ACDC is probably still my favorite rock and roll band ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Brian, the Brian Johnson too. I don't know why yeah, people yeah. like Bond, but yeah, I like um, the Brian he, stuff. Mm-hmm. Scorpions. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I would go do cock rock, you know, the rat, all that yeah. stuff. I, mean, I remember seeing that old Boston garden. Yeah. Probably my first big arena show. I think it was uh, a bark at the moon tour. Shout out the devil tour. Yeah. And, and wasted, I think opened up. And oh, I remember yeah, thinking, yeah. My, yeah, I remember I was like, you know what? Yeah. I want to yeah. be a rock star so bad. I remember like, <laughs> the chill up my spine. Yeah. Like being like, I want to be like, the biggest thing ever since yeah. sliced bread. Those you know? shows at the Boston Garden when we were kids were awesome. Oh. That place had uh, like. Just what was your favorite? Character. You remember your favorite show there? My the first you know? one, like, because I, I like I was saying before we turn this on, like my parents took us to a lot of shows, but when uh, the first one they let us go to without like my brother and I without uh, them was Ozzy mm-hmm. uh, in '82, right after Randy Rhodes died. So that was sort of my. Oh wow! So you got Jakey Lee. Uh, no, it was yeah. uh, this guy. It was right before Brad Gillis joined. It was this guy, uh, Bernie. Oh, because who was in between yeah. Jakey Lee and um and 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 Randy? Because uh, it was obviously. Yeah, I can't remember. Because um, I, I saw Jakey Lee, I think, yeah. right on yeah. that tour, Bark yeah, Moon tour. Moon, yeah. I remember he had mechanical bats on either side of the stage <laughs> with like yeah. these like green yeah, like, like things. Oh yeah, it was yeah. genius. And, yeah. and the shout at the devil, they had these big, big, big lights. And every time they did the shout part of the shout at the devil chorus, it was just like oh, over yeah. the whole crowd. I was nice. like, oh my god, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really intense. Yeah. And then we saw wow. uh, the police there too. That was probably one of my favorites. What? Of, uh, you saw the police at the garden? I'm so jelly. <laughs> it was them and that. Bow Man. Wow Wow. Remember Bow Wow Wow? Oh, Bow Wow Wow. Yeah. They yeah. were literally like the first, like, um, probably like the uh, I Want Candy, like probably yeah, the first yeah. video. Yeah. yeah. One of the first videos. Yeah. Probably, I think, uh, so what was the first one? It was right before there was um, Video and Radio Star. Oh, yeah. Video, video Killed the Radio Star. Radio Star. Yeah. 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 I think that was before that. Yeah. But you saw the police there, man. That stand yeah, yeah. must have been popping. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, my was probably God. Well, over something, I guess. So there's yeah. a guy out here, um, Josh Freeze, who's like the nastiest drummer. Yeah. And he just got off store with Ting, uh, with Sting. Yeah. Oh, Ting. really? Like, oh, nice. Yeah. Right when I got here in like August. I was like, yeah. really cool, man. Awesome, Josh. Cool. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's got a pretty crazy resume. That dude, Josh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Makes mine look like, like you know, <laughs> chapter one reading or something. I wouldn't even <laughs> compare it. <laughs> Nice guy too. Yeah. Remember yeah. when I in between um, when I came back to Boston and started that big red crush thing. Yeah. Um, he's friends with like Doug and Kevin, and yeah. they brought him to practice. Yeah. And I'm like, and I was like, nicest guy ever. I didn't really put two and two together. And then I was out here again in the late '80s. I mean, uh, mid '90s with uh, Loaded, this band I had with Ian Love, and yeah. we were at Cole, and he was there. So he got a drum key. I'm like, dude, you know, a drum key, you're like the nastiest drummer ever. <laughs> yeah, that's like, funny, really, yeah. <laughs> really cool though. His yeah. chops are just like next level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. suicidal. Like, yeah. talk about versatility. I know. Did he played with Nine Inch Nails too, I think. Maybe. Did he? Yeah, so. that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, like everyone. It's like London made now doing uh, yeah. ministry. I know. I'm like, I wow, that. tough one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's, he forwarded on Facebook. He's like, yeah, I started a new job at ministry. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I saw him by accident. I never got to see him with Sam Hain, but there was a, um, the Jack Nasty show where they slipped in. Oh, yeah. The rat yeah. one night. Yeah, he, about did, that, you ever, yeah. did you see that show? I oh, did, my I God. Did. Yeah, I saw this. Wasn't Sam he Hain killing it? Too. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, you did? Yeah. 
And, He's like uh, Dave Roll-ish. Like yeah, that yeah, same kinda, Yeah, same you know? vibe, too. But I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know the rat. It's like the CBs of Boston. Yeah, essentially. of course. It's like, yeah. what the F is going on? Yeah. What, uh... So who were some of your favorite drummers as a, like when when you started getting interested in uh, playing the drums? Um, I, I, it's probably it's the same guy that um he's he's not with us anymore. This guy Tony Thompson, he was Chic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Chic yeah. left freak freak out. He yeah. was actually in the uh, Power Station as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has that thing like amongst drummers they call it the pocket. Yeah, yeah. And the sick of it all guys used to always bust my balls because right. the snare drum was tuned away too high yeah. and showed like the pocket. He got yeah, yeah. the pocket again. And it was just like this this thing the way right. he brought like his like this kick drum like. Bonhamish, like he would use a kick drum and fills where like a lot of drummers wouldn't. Yeah. It would just be like a lot of rolls and stuff like that. I yeah. kind of prefer to keep it simple and let yeah, the vocals yeah. breathe and the structure of the song do its thing, you know? Right. But yeah, him, um, as far as rock drummers, I'd say, you know, Phil Rudd, Tommy Lee, mm-hmm. um, probably Phil Rudd the best because yeah. he's just, he's, he has a lot of colors with his symbols and stuff where yeah. like it's not, not necessarily storybook, but they just sound great, you know? Yeah. And he's a fucking um, metronome, that guy. He's oh Phil my Rudd. God. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like stat, and he wasn't. I think he's just now back in the band, like, yeah, like yeah. a year ago or something like that. Yeah, because that, that firm guy who was terrible. I thought. Oh yeah, is that the he's uh, pretty that bald, bald dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of whack. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they they had a pretty after the flick of the switch. There was pretty much nothing in between. Yeah, anything. yeah. That's kind of where I, I fly on the wall out. and fly on the wall. Yeah, was okay, but. Yeah, after that it was even uh, flick of the switch. People don't even know like what's going on there, and I'm like, you know, gotta gotta listen closely. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a that's a good record. A lot of people. Oh, it's really nervous yeah. shakedown. Yeah, yeah. And even then, I would play that, and then I'd be playing like you know, you know, you know, Prince and Madonna and yeah. whatever. Like I said, a sucker for a good pop song, you know. Yeah. It's just anything that's like like structurally sound and just has like a, a core a hook with a small bridge. I'm in. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like be, you know being around like. Uh, family and people in the city you get more culture with music too i think that, that happens yeah so yeah you're, you're not like just like listening to rock or just metal because you know it would just that's boring <laughs> you know oh, you, it's very just, boring. you know like i only listen to hardcore like well, you're oh i know this you know? it's very linear and then people like they i still you know people bust my chops even my mom to the stage she's like well i wouldn't picture you liking that i'm like mom don't you understand like um this is like one of the illest, like even like a you know Harry Connick Jr. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, what's um what's uh one of my favorite slow jams? I can't um Etta James at last. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Can go on and on and on. And like, yeah. so what kind of musician would I really be if my musical taste wasn't broad based? I'd yeah, be pretty yeah. whack. You know yeah. what I mean? Probably yeah. not that good. Yeah, so I think the more taste a person has as as a as a musician, a drummer, guitar player, what have you. Um, it just makes you a, a illest, more musician. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, bringing all that stuff into... To, uh, Approach your instrument, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, I remember not even being able to play hardcore beat, honestly. Like, yeah. like in the early days, I had that band in 83. Uh, it was um, Miracle Boy, me, Kevin Craddock, Skip and JP, and actually, believe it or not, Jordan Knight from New Kids. Oh, he yeah. can actually play guitar. Oh, yeah? <laughs> He's actually yeah. a musician, yeah. Huh. And um, it was rock and roll, and his yeah. parents, um, Kevin's parents were Episcopal, so it was a lot of like holy stuff and going on whatever but it was real we play these new music review nights at the channel where like yeah. you sell your own tickets right. and then you know you get a cut of the door or whatever but we were like 13 years old like yeah. literally like, yeah. <laughs> i was like you know <laughs> but then after that i had these neighbors moving upstairs and um they were they ended up living at the cosby street loft it was yeah. it was like oh you 
was carrying in floor trauma days. Like, you play the drums. I'm like, well, I try. And he's like, you should come play with us. And, and I so then, then henceforth, uh, do-bat, 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 do-bat. <laughs> and then I, that's why I got Billy. I got Billy. Actually, was in a band called Gay Out of Cast at Billy O'Malley. Yep. And I was in a, um, Miracle Boy. And that's how we know each other since we were like 12 or 13. Yeah. And then I got him in the E at the band. It was called the Eels. I got him in the Eels. And yeah. then we all went our ways from there. Oh, yeah. Right. So was it so Pretty was that Miracle Boy your, your first band? Yeah, ever. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nice. And that was, we saw, we were going to call it Rush Hour, yeah. but we were like, I don't know, we're 13. And um, see, we were like, you know what, there's a, so we read some article in the JB Gazette, some kid got um, hit by a Grimes oil truck and he lived in a comb the Miracle Boy. So we're like, okay, Miracle Boy, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again, awesome. 13 years old. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. But I mean, yeah, that's that literally, yeah, for us being like born when we were born, yeah. It's like if I even the one year off, like it would throw me off because it's being born in seventy allows me to remember what I was doing each year as yeah. each you know what I mean? Seventy seven oh seven, seventy eight oh eight. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Otherwise I'd be lost. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's how I do it because since I was born in November of sixty nine. Oh yeah, you're right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So same thing. It's two it's twenty twenty, so I'm I'll be fifty this whole year, you know. Oh, I'm sure yeah. at some point like, I'll, I'll I'll lose track of all that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, you know? we're two months apart. Yeah, literally. yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Pleasure to meet you. Hey. <laughs> that's uh, good stuff. Yeah, I'm finally glad we got to do this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so really when amazing. did you start getting into like punk and hardcore and that stuff? Um, I'd I'd have to say right around um, right around that time when the Cosby Street Loft. Yeah. Um, probably like eighty. Four ish, eighty five ish, and then more so, um, like eighty six, like when I was six, fifteen, sixteen. Because I remember um, hanging in Camor and um, playing with the, doing the Eels thing, and those guys were like twenty five, twenty six, and yeah. I was like, wicked, you know, wicked young, obviously. Yeah. But then uh, Glenn, um, we've been uh, buds since five years old, since preschool. Um, Glenn Dudley, and he's like, "Won't you go play with us?" So I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "We got the spin record crew. It's like punk rock, whatever." He's like. Yeah. Come to come do it, and I was like, I don't. Okay, <laughs> so pretty much from then on, it kind of launched from there. Like yeah. it was like, you know, I was like, the, he kind of Glenn honestly got me into like the Smiths and the Cure yeah. and all that really neat kind of like almost I guess you'd say FNXy kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but and then and then his older brother was a big Beatles fan, but was also into Minus Fret and all yeah. that like Rights of Spring, all that awesome like oh, early yeah. DC hardcore. Yeah. And then it just took off from there. It yeah. was like, it was a wrap. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, what's that? Right to spring? Yeah. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, those guys were great. Oh, I still like love them so much that I really can't really get into Fugazi as much as yeah. I was into Minor Threat, yeah, into yeah. Rights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the Fugazi originals are just aged. so amazing. Yeah. Fugazi hasn't aged for me as well either. But uh, yeah. No, I mean, they have Waiting Room and they have some hooky yeah. jams and Ian McKay's a genius. But I mean, I just gee, I mean that whole right to spring record just changed my life. Yeah, the lyrics and it's it's fucking awful and sad. Oh, and cut out of distance from my yeah, all at once, yeah. man. The world's like melancholy my fuse. going yeah. backwards. Yo, know, that was a the world's my fuse. We had that band. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. me, Nathan and um and Dean and yeah, Zillow. Yeah, later on. Yeah. What a name, huh? I know. Twimp. We <laughs> <laughs> both worlds was playing at uh at the Axis, whatever, and I got all the guys together. We went to that grasshopper place. And yeah. John John Jones was like, "Damn, EK, what kind of name is that? Twimp." <laughs> I'm like, "Shut up, dude." He's like, "Twimp, that's crazy." I'm like, "You're an asshole." <laughs> we had a good time. So Wrecking that was crew. a good band. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So Wrecking Crew, that was your first. Uh... Yeah, that pretty much yeah. put me on the map. And then it really kind of like um, 
took off from there. Yeah. <laughs> because I was doing that. And there was a rehearsal studio back then called JD First across from the Star Market. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. It was on uh, right on Boylston on Street. Boylston, and um, yeah. yeah, and I was um, all of a sudden I was in K- again Camor one day, and I remember Sam McAfee, who was um in Feeding Frenzy, oh, yeah. um, guitar player dude. Remember, yeah. really amazing guy. And yeah. he's like, he's like, EK, John Socks are looking uh, for you. And I'm like, first of all, who's that? And he's right. like, Steve Grimes. Those guys are looking for you. And I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? And I and he's like, well, I think they they want you to play with them. And I'm like, who the hell is Straw Dogs? And I. And I didn't even know, like, the FSU, like, I mean, not FSU, FUs, excuse me. Like, I missed that whole, like, that generation. Like, I didn't really know, like, SSD. You know, I was coming around later, so I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, that next wave of... uh, Yeah. Yeah, I always think of, like, the... The Wrecking Crew and Slapshot, that era was sort of, like, the second wave of the... Yeah. And that's sort of uh, when I came around, too, a little little right before that. Oh, okay. Now, do we miss you? Remember each other from back then, or yeah, uh, I, I knew I knew you a little bit. Yeah, I, I was shaving mm. my head and I got I have a crucifix. Oh, there was our blonde right there, boots and braces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fred Perry's. I have a oh god, a crucified yeah. tattoo on my fucking arm. And oh, you lucky bastard! I never got one of those. I still might get one though. I'm, I'm still cool, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got agnostic front lyrics tattooed on me. You know all that stuff. So, oh, nice. That's but, hard. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. dope. But I was like, I, I, love was that. In, I did the sharp skinhead thing for a while. Oh yeah, I've been sharp forever. Yeah, that's the only way to go. Yeah, and I remember when that, when that whole Warzone thing was happening. It was like this whole like thing of like too much going on. And I was like, this is too much yeah, fucking yeah. politics for me. I'm out of here. Yeah, we'll <laughs> be playing the hardcore band. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. At one point with the skinhead thing, I, uh, you know, one a, a couple, uh, one a friend of mine and I uh, were hanging out at one night and. One of our friends showed up and he was all because we always used to wear the outfit, you'd have the fucking yeah, know, the shirt and the, and the, boots the Perry and always buying yeah. all the way to the top. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And the dude yep. showed up. He had like Chuck Taylors on and this and that. And you know, we were like, "How can you dress down?" And he they had an apartment over by Mass Art on Huntington. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, we we beat up some fags in Fenway last night, so we're kind of hiding out." And we're like, "What?" Yeah, yeah I know. So we're like, like so, "Wait a minute." Yeah. So racism yeah. is bad, but like homophobia. So we were just kind of like. And it, just, yeah. it was sort of at the end of that anyway. It was like yeah, yeah. 90, and I was like, I, I don't like. Do I need to be call myself a skinhead at this point? Like, well, that's like, you just you just said it. You just like got it in a nutshell, Brandon. In the case of like where being we we did open your eyes, and then yeah. that tour after, and it was like just that word was a kiss of death. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was all that shit going on 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 TV where they beat up uh, Geraldo and all yeah, that yeah. shit, and yeah. people just didn't even to this day. It's like it's like ignorance yeah, to the word. Right. People just don't know. Like we're all right. Do the history, okay? Reggae, okay. We can go from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I People know. don't even understand like how. But I mean, that was just like the the political aspect of yeah, yeah. living in New York and doing the whole that open your eyes wreck and everything pursuing was just like a fucking headache. Yeah. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> but I mean, again, I always stood by my, like I always stood by my. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, guns. Of you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you knew. I mean, Cape Verdean essentially is like almost like like the Portuguese and black essentially. I yeah, guess exactly. would say I'd be a yeah. hypocrite, you know. <laughs> I know. And then yeah. all my my media family's biracial, big time. So I mean, yeah. that would be, you know, like I said, culturally. I mean, if yeah. you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Yeah. You could be blue, green, whatever, right. tall, short, doesn't matter. Yeah. Growing up in JP and being a racist, uh, I can't imagine. It's like a mix. Very yeah, well. exactly. You <laughs> just said it perfect. It's like a bird flying backwards. It's yeah, just something yeah. about it. It just doesn't sit right. Yeah, fly, you know. Yeah. Even now, well, like if I wear one of the, I have one of those agnostic front skinhead shirts. If I wear that now, I always think like, is someone gonna see this and be oh, like, oh, with the boots on them, you mean? Yeah, yeah, the old. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, those are but, those are some of the coolest tattoos I've yeah. seen. Is that AF tat? That AF. I'm gonna clean this up. Sorry. Yeah. That's uh, a that's a still a cool tattoo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 
So so after so oh yeah so John Sox was uh, looking for you. Yeah, they were looking. They were looking for me, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Is it a is it a good look for?" Right. And he, he's like, "Yeah," and I and I, I again didn't know how to play a hardcore beat to, to yeah. play to, to to save my life. Yeah. Um. It was dupa dupa dupa, and that was essentially it. Yeah. So when I actually I got down there, like, well, because this was right after Bones died yeah. too. Yeah. So it was that whole that yeah. whole weird thing, and I was like, well, I don't know what's going on here, but I'll give it a whirl. Yeah. Um. I think they had Tom McKnight too right before me for a minute. Yeah. Terriot. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, let me, let me give it a, give it a whirl. And then I remember having my ride symbol where you usually would have put a crash symbol and I'm just like riding off it, like trying to play because they were doing rock and roll. They yeah. like, thought I was like just a rock band, you know? And I mean, um, it wasn't until later on, I was like, yeah, let's play some FU songs, man. They're really cool. Yeah. But, and then, but I was like, they were like, they pretty much took, they, they showed me pretty much like how to be a, mus- a musician and like yeah. a drummer. Like I really didn't wasn't that really that good then. Um, right. And I just, they just like, again, playing with people that are older and better, they just yeah. take your musicianship to another level. Yeah, and I just you, still love those guys to death. Yeah. Like there's makes you some of the most amazing too. people. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. And then I would wheel my drums down. We had our room down at the end, wrecking crew room. I'd take my drums out of there and move them up oh, in nice. the straw film and then move it back. Yeah. I would yeah, just yeah. do that every week. <laughs> and back then we bands rehearsed four or five times a week. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, just yeah. cool. You know, it was like, wow. Yeah. So yeah, those two bands, um, and then, and then pretty much it was like a weird, some, I was just going to do, um, <clears throat> believe it or not, Saab got arrested. So I was visiting up in Boston, hanging out with the boys Yeah. and he's like, yeah, look, you look like leaving Warzone or whatever. I'm like, oh, cool. I, I, I kind of heard a little bit about them and, yeah. and knew a little bit about the ref comp, whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. Gives me Ray number, call Ray. <clears throat> and uh, he's like, yeah, when you come down. So I get Kristen Brady, all the girls, the Lloyd birds, the Chelsea's drive me down there. Yeah. We get lost. First of all, no one would lend me money because they knew I was going to New York, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I ended up selling my reds for right. 30 bucks. That's yeah. all. I 30 bucks and I fucking missed the audition, got lost. Oh. Um, so they're like, oh, Ray's like, you can stay at our roadie's house in, in Greenpoint. So I stay there for another week mm-hmm. and ended up trying out the next Wednesday and getting a gig. Don't ask me how it happened. And then 30 <laughs> bucks. And then it just all happened from there pretty much. Nice. <laughs> that, that was it. That was a crazy story. <laughs> and did you? so you moved to New York? Yeah, not yeah. even knowing like I it was it was again like I didn't know if I was gonna get the gig or not. Yeah, I was just like all all eggs in one basket, like proverb style, and I was like, all right, let's see what we can do here. Yeah, and for some reason I don't know what happened. I just got killed it the first time we went to the set. Yeah, um, there was a couple of stragglers around, and Ray was like, now you guys can go. I was like, sweet, nice. <laughs> and I looked apart. You know what I mean? Yeah, all yeah. like you know oh, Italian looking dudes, all young skinhead dudes and shit. Yeah, and and I got it. Next thing you know. Um, you know, Caroline the next like two weeks after that, and then we're playing the new new music seminar a week after that, yeah. which you know, which later turned into MacFest and all that kind of stuff, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, what the hell's going on here? It was like, <laughs> you know, really neat, like kind of like doing this Boston hardcore thing, women, and then next thing you know, it's still hardcore, but it was like on a bigger stage, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I just I kind of wanted to do hardcore like on a bigger stage, you, yeah. you know. And not that Boston wasn't at the right. time, but I just yeah. wanted to take it to the next level, you yeah, know. Yeah. And what was that? So, what, what was uh? Like being in that band with, uh, I never met Rabies, but I heard he was, uh, he was a good. Yeah, he's a piece of work. God rest his soul. Yeah, I mean, he was, um, like we talk about skinny thing, kind of confused with the whole, like, um, you know, in terms of like where to put his beliefs and things of that right. sort, um, yeah. traveling across the country. But, but I mean, that was his own personal thing, and yeah, um, he he pretty much got the. I mean, the kid just like played drums in AF before yeah, yeah. that or whatever, Very and then really, the, yeah. all this, yeah, and then Todd and him some war zone um r.i.p todd again and then uh, all this stuff happened where like he just ended up having he had a few different lineups before uh that i got in the band it was like brad and then they, i think he passed away and then yeah. walter was in the band for a while 
Yeah. It was like the New York like hardcore slap band for our people yeah. in and out. Yeah. And then he then he locked out a, a lineup with us with me, Jay, um, Omen, and Paul. And then we just you know we just we pretty hot back like right yeah. then at that point like yeah. it was like the strongest I think that oh, band yeah. had been that, for a that, while. Yeah. Um, it was hitting our stride and and did really really well. Then um, I was like okay cool. And then the metal record. I think I got a, we had a big thing on that tour, so I came back to Boston, and yeah. me, Billy, and um, Kevin started something called EK's All Stars. Me, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Keith actually Keith Bennett introduced me to uh, oh, Kevin Norton. Nice. Yeah, amazing soul, and yeah, so yeah. we started our little thing, me, Billy O'Malley, and we had rehearsed at the Causeway Street Loft, just yeah. like whatever. And um, and then I ended up going back for the bad metal record. Don't bad decision. I'll just chalk it up to a bad decision. I, <laughs> still, I don't think I've listened to that whole thing. Uh, you're not missing much. <laughs> it maybe has like one good jam. I mean, and the weird thing about that is all the pre-production for that record was actually good songs. Was like it? We yeah. Pre- yeah, we pre-pro them at um. That actually, some of them were like like altercation songs. Yeah. That that Jay and Paul's band before oh, was on right. and. Uh, they were like really hooky and catchy, yeah. but like hardcore. And like, I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to be a good record. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like we got some really random, like Berkeley um, guy um, through our manager at the time. Yeah. And he, he effed it all up. Like, yeah. like he's, he was in this band, the dark way back in when in Boston, yeah. like the cars era. Oh, and yeah, yeah, era. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he, he effed it all up pretty much. And yeah. it's just it was terrible. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it was at least in, I got to play with a click track for the first time in my life. Yeah. And I'm glad in hindsight, I knocked it out at age 19 as opposed to now. Cause it yeah. does suck you know, with those things. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I underplayed, I mean, it triggered samples. It was like all these like ghost notes and all this stuff. I mean, it was bad, but at least, Hey, it was another release. And it was another learning experience. So yeah. there was that, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and then after that, it was like we were like uh, like uh, did a lot of random stuff like with uh, Karen Black. Oh yeah. Um, the uh, Warrior Soul, like a lot of like random major label like yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then um, uh, Eddie Cohen approached me, who played bass in Altercation, also yeah. Leeway. He's like, yeah, hey, we should because there was a Sickwood thing with me. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. And even then, I really didn't take that audition that seriously. Right. I was like. Because I was like, oh, Warzone, old school hardcore, and, and Sigma all knew at the time. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't really take it that seriously. And it was like, first audition was bad. It was terrible. Was it? Yeah. yeah, I didn't even take it seriously. But then we were like, we had pizza after. And then I was like, you know what? I'll take it seriously. Next time I went down, just killed it. Yeah. And then it's just, uh, it went from there. And then then that was a good time. Yeah. Um, both good and bad in terms of like um, life and learning and addiction yeah. and all that kind of stuff, you know? Right. But yeah. lesson learned. <laughs> you, you, were, you just recorded the, that 45 of them, right? The, uh, yeah, the uh, We Stand Alone EP. Oh, yeah, We Stand Alone, yeah. Yeah, just the ground was after. We were yeah, after. people for that. That was a full length after. But yeah. yeah, that that record and then a lot of touring. Did a yeah. bunch of touring with them. Um, yeah. I think it was like three or four years in the band. Maybe not that long. Maybe yeah. four, maybe three. I can't yeah. remember. It's like, but yeah, that was a good time, man. Oof, big yeah. tours, tour buses, rock and roll, autographs, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, I was going to say, but so was it the first uh, band that you toured in? Uh, no, no. I was actually t- um, the Straw Dogs was the first band I oh, toured yeah, with. They toured a bit, yeah. Yeah, we I, I toured Canada with them probably a million times, like before the time before <laughs> I was even eighteen. Yeah, yeah, and um, not so much. We did a few East Coast things like uh, up and down, like Syracuse, that whole yeah. random, you know, DC. They yeah. think a lot of hardcore bands would do. Um, and then and and, and then Breaking Food didn't really tour, but a lot of Straw Dogs was my first touring. And then Warzone, we did some touring. Yeah. Um, then open your eyes one didn't really come to fruition but then uh, the first like like serious serious work work touring like you know four or five months out of the year style was yeah. sick but all yeah. like somewhere in vans we do like af stand then we did like the sepultura one was oh, like nice. huge like oh, arenas nice. and shit yeah yeah yeah. Nice. yeah the new titans on the block tour yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Is that Sick. the one with like Napalm Death and yeah, Sacred Reich. Yeah. 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 The channel actually yeah, the that was channel. sick. Yeah, it was oh like 100 God. fucking degrees in there. And... Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I think some skinheads was... beat up Sacred Reich that day. <laughs> really? I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I know. I remember just like... bringing the tour bus to JP and be like, "Check me out." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome though. Like right all the way down Forest Hill Street, came down Rossmore Road and parked it like right on like Stedman there. And I was like, nice. my tour bus in my neighborhood, like chilling. People like didn't know what to do. They're like, holy shit. I was That's like, awesome. yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> They're really, really neat. Yeah. Just have childhood friends. Like, look at what I'm doing now. Look, I'm 21 years old. It's fucking really cool. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, and, good uh, time. So after that, what, uh, what did you do from there? Um, after that, I did... Um, I had a serious situation with um, addiction and things of that sort. Um, just yeah. kind of came out of the field. I almost was like, wanted to hang with like the, uh, was hanging around with the biker rock crowd, like with the uh, oh, Raging yeah. Slab and Sharks Power and that whole crew. Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend was kind of in that crew. Yeah. Um, and then just to, to make a long story short, she ended up um, passing away from overdose. So I uh, had this really painful stuff going on and I uh, left uh, Sick of It All at that point and um, did Luscious Jackson yeah. and Sick of It All at the same time. And, oh, then, really? just, okay. and then just ended up doing Luscious because it just seemed like a better gig at the time. Yeah. Um, so me and this guy, Miles, who played guitar as well, wasn't all women back then. Yeah. Um, and we ended up playing, I've been a bunch of shows with them, like the signing shows and things. Um, and then obviously <laughs> wasn't ready to get sober. So right. it kind of like fell to the wayside oh, and I ended yeah. up leaving, coming back to Boston and started, um, got sober on November 13th of 92 and started up uh, Big Red Crush. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the little rock and roll grunge, yeah, tribute yeah, to grunge cool. back then. Yeah, stuff. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I handpicked everyone in there. I got a job at Middle East working security. Me and uh, it was me and Maddie Anderson working there. Oh yeah. And a few other dudes in hardcore. And um, <clears throat> I remember hearing some band playing upstairs. And I was like, this guitar player. I was like, grabbed him. Yeah. And then this other dude, uh, my friend Ian, who was uh, he hung out with Brian Betzka's brother. Um, yeah. There's a um, right there. That's Mickey. Oh, yeah. Boy, he could play. Yeah. He didn't really hit too hard, but he could play yeah. fast. Yeah. yeah. Oof. At Jerry's kids. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. He was, he was like, I still like blast a, that record. Yeah. Still he's like a Keith Moon fucking drummer on that. He's just oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even like fathom how to play that way. <laughs> but when you take that Keith Moon aspect and you apply it to hardcore, it's just like yeah, a completely it's different. Like, yeah. It's oh, my God. Definitely. And the gangrene almost sounded like he was almost yeah, yeah. under playing because yeah. the Jerry's kids are so off the hook, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But then, yeah, then I did that for a while. I stayed in Boston for a little bit. Um, and then ended up, uh, we got a few years on my belt, Spider Rise, and hooked up with my friend Mark Ryan. I was yeah. a singer at Super Touch. Yeah. Went back to um, New York and started a few things with him. And then he ended up doing something else with someone. And then me and Ian Love, um, <clears throat> who's this like ill, like child prodigy type dude, yeah. playing with him. <clears throat> uh, this band Loaded, um, we ended up doing really, really well. This bidding war and all these labels coming out to LA, going back and forth, playing all these showcases. And, <clears throat> it uh, kind of like went too fast like it fizzled yeah. like it went, you know what i mean like but we did a lot of good recording which i still can't get my hands on to this day uh, i think he's like building furniture and stuff like that but he went on to do like worlds i mean he ended up playing with uh rival schools and all that stuff oh, yeah, with yeah. Uh, walter and stuff he's an like ill guitar player singer yeah. like his dad like managed Al smith and peter oh, frampton wow. and all these people and shit like that That's yeah nice. it was weird because i remember doing ascap with uh with Warzone, and it was um, this guy Jonathan Love, and and and, and it ended up being his 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 uncle, because his, his name's Ian Love, and his his, his dad's name. But I was like, what a small world! Like yeah, ten years, ten years later, I was capping it. You know what I mean? That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and then um, after Loaded, I kind of just I ended up just doing a lot of like um, 
recording things with people and i did yeah. jeff uh ended up playing with jeff buckley which was awesome yeah that must um been, uh, that must have been oh cool. completely next talented, level talented oh was. i was like columbia records yay and i was like oh maybe not like <laughs> yeah he's just hanging in the neighborhood like everyone did back yeah. then you know yeah. i was working at this sidewalk cafe place on avenue and six street he came in one day and he's like oh he's like you know six cd changer back then so i had right. like you know sugar tooth record like random like the four of the CDs and then Grace. And he's like, why do you have Grace in there with all this other stuff? I was like, it's amazing. Yeah. You're amazing. And he's like, you got a cigarette? I'm like, dude, you're on Columbia Records. You're asking me for a fucking cigarette. He's like, have a seat. I like you. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so we ended up bonding. Yeah. We booked some time to play then. Um, it did. It fell through. Yeah. Um, and then the next few times that we ended up playing together a bunch of times, like just me and him a lot yeah. of the times, never with Mickey or anything, but right. just really, really neat. Nice just this, this, what I've learned about music. Yeah. yeah. Just being in a room with him just was like, what the fuck? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Just hearing his voice, I almost wanted to stop playing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he, he almost taught me that a way where, like, okay, you don't really have to hit hard all the time to be an amazing drummer, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I had this weird thing. I mean, sick with all being, because Armand is such a savage. He hits so oh, hard. Yeah. I remember yeah. being, like, not up to snuff, because he's a <laughs> songwriter, too. He writes all that music. And I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. and I would play hard for, like, a few songs, and then I would just not i would just smoke cigarettes and yeah. i was strung out so it didn't really work out that well. right, right. <laughs> but i remember being like you know i always had this thing where i always had to hit harder and hit harder then, yeah. but when i got to him like 10 years later he's like you know what just texture there's dynamics yeah there's things that you could play with music that are you know what i mean yeah so that he taught taught me that that aspect of music yeah. where it's just like you could just have texture and color yeah. and not have to play like a neanderthal all the time yeah. although it helps with certain yeah, kind yeah. of music yeah, but, yeah, you know what i mean yeah yeah that's cool but that just yeah that was amazing i was like that was like i was like i hit it here with this guy you know yeah and awesome. um like playing with all yeah. the, like so that's that's playing with all these like talented people throughout your life is uh you know pretty, yeah it's be crazy special to look back on you know oh brand very very hindsight it's like i can't even i was trying to do the math and i was trying to like pen pen to paper yeah and i think with the 11 year layoff with being a um uh emt at boston ems it was still like 29 of like 30 something bands like yeah. in there like you do murphy's law a lot of bands i played with i didn't even play out with i just yeah. was playing with the right. that i just you know and uh like murphy's law i can't, oh, can't yeah. even think of yeah. half of them right for now yeah. i remember i listed them all on facebook and jimmy's like can you even put murphy's law i was like oh sorry we didn't play out because <laughs> <laughs> like, antonio ended up doing it too and he played with oh, yeah. loaded and they went to japan and shit like that oh, now nice. antonio's got some like awesome tv show on it's Antonio Project, whatever he's like, oh, this designer yeah. guy. Yeah, he's out here too. I haven't really seen him yet though. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah. And then, then and next thing you know, like I, I, all that nine eleven crap happened, and I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm kind of I was thirty one, and I was kind of burnt out on music anyway. Believe yeah. it or not, being yeah. thirty one, and um, I decided to go back to school in Boston. So that's henceforth, you know, the whole EMS career, which yeah. was really neat. Growing up at age thirty one. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, because well, my mom did it for thirty years as a single oh, mom. She did? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, she she didn't want us to be in welfare, you know. Yeah, so she's cool. like, you know what? I'm gonna get this real job and be a single mom and kill yeah. it. And she did pretty much. Amazing yeah. woman. Yeah. So, but she, I mean, it sucked. That my first time in the academy, I didn't really. I, I put, you know, I had it in my brain, but I couldn't really put it to a practical application because it's like you got to look at those hospitals. They're pretty much some of the best in the world. Yeah. So pre-hospitally, then I'm just gonna go. Here's your badge, you know, like right. like if. Boston Police Department hire 20 people in the academy. 20 of them are getting their badges pretty much. With, right. with EMS, it's 30% failure rate. Like, I remember there was 15 in our class, only eight got their badges. Oh, wow. So what I did was got a job in the ER. I didn't get hired. I didn't get my badge. So I got a job in the ER as a tech to be on the trauma team to yeah. essentially learn sick, not sick. But right. basically get it down. Um, so I did that, got my shit sharp, and then went back, um, got hired again, and graduated top of my class with the lowest badge number. 
which is really really cool yeah yeah that was a really neat job i mean um i learned a lot about life and just living and just people you know yeah and you did really really cool you did that for how long uh, for like 11, I want to say from 2002 to three, probably like around 10 or 11 around yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. I had a really bad back injury from psych patient. <clears throat> right. So, um, that all kind of fucked everything up after being, uh, having 18 years under my belt sobriety and shit. So yeah. it was like everything down the tubes, yeah. but then, you know, it was like, you know what, I have to get this all together here. We yeah. have no life. So right. I, I, I was like, wow, I took this, you know, if you take 11 years off of music, it's like taking 20 <laughs> pretty yeah, much yeah. or 30 because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, what's the life expectancy of an A&R of Weasel these right. days? Like I four know, months, right? you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I was like, okay, now I got to try to start playing again. Yeah. Um, um, so I ended up, um, I, I moved to uh, the Cape to do some things to work with myself and so some band, um, some band in, from West Warwick held hostage to a drummer on Facebook. So I was like, I'll do this just to get my foot back in the door. Yeah. And you not knowing they were going to be essentially like pay to play. Like, like, right. you know, I knew it wouldn't be sick at all or anything <laughs> right, of that nature, right. but I didn't think it'd be like something like, like I was like, woof. So I, I mean, I did it for as long as I could do it just yeah. to get my chops back where they yeah, need to be for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just, you know, wanted to keep playing and keep playing and, um, stayed on the cave for a few years and, um, started doing some recording projects with some friends, like mailing things to each other. Um, yeah. Then I did a thing called, um, uh, what's it called? Restarted. It was me, the Mark, uh, this kid Dominic, who's actually now living in Northern California, playing with Glenn now. He was in, um, started the band, what the hell was it called? It's a singer from the Unseen, Mark. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mark, whatever. Yeah, what was, uh, it was called, uh, and I got that kid who was in Stop Shot now. Actually, yeah. I got it. I got him in the band. Oh, um, yeah, they were. Who was that? Oh, we played, we played a couple of shows with, um, we played with, at the, uh, with like Madball and with like, um, what do you call it at the house of blues there? Um, what the hell is uh, Oh, um, what's it hot? What's his name's band? That it's like, um, they were on Epitaph. They were like big, big punk band from out here. Hans, uh, not Hans's band. Um, you know, I, Hans is my guitar player yeah. now. I mix up. Oh. It's got a name like that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the fuck are they called? They 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 they, they had MTV videos where they're yeah, riding yeah. around like little lowriders and shit. Right. Um, played remember. played with them. Nice. But that was a that was a that was a really neat band. Um, yeah. were, I can't even remember what the hell we were called. It was like 2011, 12 ish. Yeah. Um, and it was um, we didn't last. And then I got Craig Sylvan in the band, oh, and nice. ended up not filling it. It was a really good lineup. And then yeah. I was just like, I don't know. I ended up having creating creative differences or whatever. Yeah. But um, I can't think of it. But we, it was a good. I mean, they ended up playing a bunch of shows, and then it just fizzled because they were all on a bunch of different bands, you right, know. Right. Yeah. Um, what the hell was it called? We rehearsed right there on North Beacon Street, across from the Dunks there. Huh. Keith, Keith, Keith would know. <laughs> was Keith and he need him? What the hell? But that was that was really cool. I mean, it did some cool. We did re- recording out with Dean out in um. In New Hampshire and stuff, did a oh, really, really good demo. It was one of my favorite demos I ever did, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a fun band, and then it just you know, kind of, and it just got my foot back in the door, and then yeah, yeah. so now I am, now I am out here. I just was like sick of Cape Cod and sick yeah. of Mass, and I said I'm gonna give it a whirl out in Cali. Yeah. I moved out here in August, and yeah. been here ever since. Yeah, yeah. So how, how are you yeah. doing out there so far, man? Not so, not so bad. Yeah. Not so. I mean, it's yeah. literally been my first year here, and it's just yeah. been a little crazy, staying strong, and, and yeah. you know, reacclimating. But um, there's, yeah. there's a lot of people out here from hardcore from New York and yeah. wherever. So yeah, so you got a that good was support hard. system out there too. Yeah, big time. Nathan's out here. Toby's out here. Yeah. Um, and Toby's my like drum tech back when I was in sick of it all. Oh really? Like the before even H Joy even started. Yeah. Oh nice. 
he was yeah that was uh he was like yeah he was um pretty much was our tech for a long time nice. and then I think a little bit a few after that too after I left for a yeah. few more years because <laughs> then we got back after the Temple Tour tour I know he did that um he did that band and took it seriously yeah yeah I, and, um, I listened to his podcast he, he did one uh his one of his yeah, did. has Dave Smalley on there yeah really he's yeah. funny I did I did his via phone too and oh, probably did. like last last year was it or yeah. he said it'll be on in January yeah and then like, he had a bunch of them he's got a bunch of them still sitting in the can that yeah, ready to go nice. I was like yeah. when's it gonna be on I'm gonna kick your ass because <laughs> <I know. laughs> he, he reached out to check in when this whole shit got set off recently yeah. and nice. I was like he's like we're just gonna do it at my house I was like yeah I was gonna suggest that anyway be better nice. that's cool but he's got my name up in his like in his living room with like Matt and all these really neat people oh, I'm like cool. whoa I feel so cool <laughs> it's really really neat you know yeah. what I mean yeah no, I like but he's, he's still a great guy he's amazing yeah yeah definitely good energy and that oh yeah is is, he's from math too you know he's from time yeah I, didn't, yeah I didn't realize that since i've been listening to his thing he, he's he's talked about that and i didn't realize he was a math guy so yeah i forgot how i found it out but ever since i found out i've always tear him apart about it busted yeah. balls yeah. yeah he loves it yeah yeah but i've been to his house a few times he's got a nice little house and yeah. his son's got a cool little band his son plays drums yeah nice. and i hadn't seen moon in like 20 something years so it's good yeah. to catch up with them nice and, yeah, they have a really neat uh, vegan restaurant called Crossroads, where I've yet to go oh, to yeah, everyone yeah. meets yeah. and stuff. I'm yeah. probably going to eat there soon, yeah. as soon as this happens. Yeah, once they let us all out of our houses. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Right? Yeah. So we... Like, so how many... Go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say, so you've been playing music out there? Um, yeah, we, yeah. I, we, um, there's a guy, um, Chris Vital. Yeah. Uh, Vital, he played in Orange Nine Millimeter yeah. and Super yeah. Tasty, really ill, ill bass player, like yeah. next level bass player. Yeah. And um, we were talking before I even came out here in like June and July. And um, he's like, well, I, I've been playing with these dudes, this, this, these two dudes from Rosa Beach where like that whole black, black scene and everything yeah. came from over there. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, cool. And he sent me all this like pre-pro that blew me away. Yeah. So I made a point to learn them. Right. And as soon as I got here in August and we started rehearsing in, in September. Yeah. You know, nothing crazy, like once a week. Yeah. Um, and just to, you know, we're all like, you know, in our in our late forties and shit. Yeah. So whatever, or fifty now. And uh, <laughs> so it ended up um we ended up um like we have a we have a name now called The Last Day and uh, we actually had our first show book for March fourteenth. Yeah, and all yeah, the shit at the fan. Yeah. yeah, and we actually got tight. I was like, oh, man, you know, yeah. the long it gets to get tight rehearsing once a week. Yeah. <laughs> so, do this, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so, and I was just talking to Hans yesterday, the guitar player. I was like, now we got to do it all over again. He's like, yeah, yeah. I know. But yeah. I mean, it's really neat energy. The singer Noel, he's a great guy. He's got yeah. this really cool, like, kind of like, I don't know. It's like vocals are kind of like, oh, um, you shoot me your email after and I'll send you some stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, this is a couple of vocals and a couple of that are just music. But I, I wouldn't even know what you would call it. It's yeah. not even post-hardcore. It's not yeah. hardcore. It's not... I don't know, it has like a motorheadish kind of thingy oh, yeah. or kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, but not motorhead either. You'll right, see, it's right. kind of heavy, but, awesome. and me and him, it's probably one of my favorite rhythm sections ever. He just, yeah. we just lock. Nice. Yeah. He just, he's really, really good. Yeah. I think once it comes, gets his, gets his, uh, you know, the momentum going, it yeah. could be a really good band around here, you yeah. know, not necessarily playing hardcore shows essentially, but just like some good rock shows, you know? Yeah. You get that more out there too. I feel like they mix, uh, genres a little more out there yeah shows, yeah we, is, cool we were talking about initially at the start of the interview like the whole thing with like just a different broad-based taste yeah like those yeah. those guys the cali style bring a lot different to the table me and him have that east coast like yeah. thick edge and it's just yeah. it's a really cool cool yeah. mix yeah uh i'm sure you'll you'll give you know hear it and give me your opinion yeah so it's yeah. really really cool stuff though yeah definitely. but yeah so once we play i mean that'll be fun some fun stuff to do yeah are you able to um, practice i mean Drums since just, it started, yeah. Since this is um, 
Not so much. Yeah. Um, I, I have my stick bag in here. And I've yeah. just been doing things like, you know, practice pad stuff yeah, and yeah, trying of... to do acoustic guitar stuff and things, you know, just kind of right. I'm even sick of songwriting, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just been doing like the push ups and trying yeah. to get out at least a half hour or 20 yeah. minutes a day. Yeah. Um, just trying to keep my sanity. You know, yeah. you can go to the grocery stores like this, like, you know, I'm in like Venice Culver City line now. It's kind of yeah. like hippy dippy, like the hipster over here a little bit. Yeah. So I was dealing with that. It's a pain in the ass still. Even with just yeah. Stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad was saying they, the Ralphs that he goes to, they were letting like ten people in at a time, and that was like a month ago. Like. I mean, yeah. Like, uh, Cali, California was on top of it. Way before. Yeah. I'm, the, I go to the Vons. It's up the street, and yeah. they do the same thing. Like yeah. ten, ten at a time, or fifteen at a time, but like yeah. eight feet, eight feet, eight feet apart. And shit, yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. You know, it's kind of crazy, yeah. but I mean, it's good. Like I've been trying to get used to like, you know, my not missing my stop and shop and shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm so like, that, geez. Yeah. So to keep yourself sane, you know, you it's 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 you know got to be hard for you right now too, with just being stuck inside and yeah, to do that and just that and just just all the obvious like you know underlying. Yeah. things that we kind of, kind of touched upon here and there yeah, yeah. but at the same time i have like this um awesome um sponsor guys like a straight up buddhist yeah. who i uh, makes me check in with him every day and, and he's always like he's like you know rainbows puppies and waterfalls and unicorns but not yeah. in a corner way like yeah. really super yeah. super sweet guy like yeah. always has some really cool things to say and always yeah. checks on my yeah. body mind and spirit and emotional maintenance yeah. and mental maintenance that that you know we have to take care of these things or else they will fall by the wayside you yeah. know yeah. i mean just just generally speaking never mind what we're going through now you yeah. know yeah so yeah, i mean it's, good to it's just that. yeah and i was made sure i built a foundation somebody got here in august too so yeah. if anything would happen in terms of like nothing like coming close to this but like to yeah. make sure i have people that i can call yeah and then yeah. i like talk to and have yeah. coffee with them to shoot the shit you yeah. know yeah yeah you seem uh, I, you know, I don't know you that well, but just like you know, <laughs> friends on social media, and you know, you yeah, see, you, like you're doing pretty good and, and killing it. Not so bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's good yep. to see, you know, because you, you know, yeah, you know, thank you. You're a talented it's, it's, dude, so it's, it's nice to. Thank see you, you so much. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. It's good to do too, because I mean, being our age, I mean, we learn. Yeah. We have no choice but to learn now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've, we've learned. I mean, I don't know how to say it without sounding like a donkey, but like, I mean, I, hindsight is so clear that like even the things that you think you've learned your lesson, you have to learn it. Like, yeah. you, you don't want to have to re relearn, teach right. yourself shit because yeah. it's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, oh my goodness. Right. So, so you just, you know, you, you just learn not to try to make that mistake again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or again. Right. You know. <laughs> do do you <laughs> look? That, do you look back on you know? things you may have screwed up you know when you were when you were doing drugs or, or whatever before and there were you know you had opportunities and you know yes. regret stuff like that is that definitely yeah. i'd be a liar to say if i if yeah. i say i didn't have any regrets um yeah. uh, as far as any specificity at this point in time i would but right. there's 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 some there's definitely some there um but also that. and also like um you know some decisions that were i thought were good at the time that yeah. In, yeah. Time, and and at the time um weren't that good yeah. so i mean it it, it it goes both ways, you know. Yeah. Um, it it it's just it feels so good to just stay up and stay strong and just yeah. to kind of like walk walk strong. Yeah. And and walk my talk and yeah. not just have like just be like a tape recorder or like a like a one liner or like a slogan yeah. or some shit. You know what I mean? Just have it be real. Yeah, yeah. Um, and anyone who's known me, like in in those sense of you know, as a kid or boss in hardcore, not hardcore, knows that straight shooter. What yeah. you know is what you see is what you get, and yeah, not definitely. you might not necessarily like what you see, but at least right. you know what you get. Yeah, you know of I mean? course. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have that 
than than someone both smoke up my ass anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, and, and they're all like the negative experiences and the positive ones are learning ones for you to help you. You know, know you grow. You grow, especially at this age. You know where. Yeah, yeah. We're we're getting old and. It's, it's just really exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. And not just physically, I mean emotionally, physically. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. just I mean it's just oh my god. It's like I yeah. I'd rather just not cross that bridge cuz I crossed it and blew it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was looking at things where like okay, you know, like I was doing this part-time Amazon thing just some and uh, that ended up falling by the wayside cuz yeah. everything's going on. I'm like, "Oh, I was thinking, oh, maybe Uber or Lyft or something. I'm thinking, what? Well, those aren't bridges I even burned. I like blew those up with like yeah. TNT, like 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 Acme style, like right, like Old right. Runner style. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The little I remember seeing the lift. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That lift ad. I remember seeing on Facebook, and it was like, um, there was like, I remember being like their, I don't know, tenth uh, or I don't know eighth driver that they hired in Boston. Period. Like they, it was a new thing in Boston. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it was just, it just, this, it was right there. It was right after like the, the back, the back surgery between ten and fifteen, where it was just a fucking hot mess yeah like it was just like you know it was bad i was like what the hell happened here everything's just gone yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. but at the same time like at least you know i learned and yeah. you know i'm not going to do that again because yeah. it just sucks and you look at it with just each day is just a new day to, to restart this yeah it's like it totally rest. yeah is it like new a day every day for you like just, yep pretty much yeah. and also it, with me it's also it's a, a, a more of a micro yeah. Like a like a, like a nanosecond thing, or even a second or a minute, because my attention span is wicked. Like fucking boom, boom, boom. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I like you know, it's hard for me to even read a book, like retaining information sometimes. Yeah, so I have to go back. To me too. Yeah. yeah, if it's a hard read, I got to go back four or five yeah. times and just yep. you know what I mean. It's just like what the f, you know. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I have books I've read, and then you know, and I love them. And then mm-hmm. you ask me what happened, and I'm like, six months later, I'd be like, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, no. <laughs> same here. <laughs> but I liked same it at here. the time, you know. So that. It's, it's, uh... And there's some book I'm trying to read now. It's like quantum psychology or some yeah. random stupid. Don't ask me why I'm trying to read it, but <laughs> this one I'm going back like every two, three pages. Every yeah, two pages yeah. going back, going back. It's like, why is a tree? Is a tree? Did we always call it a tree? Was it always, called, you know, like magnifying glass and everything, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's like crazy. <laughs> But I'm doing what I'm doing, good, staying man. up and staying strong. That's good to hear, man. It's yeah. Nice. Yeah. This is good stuff. This yeah, has been yeah. fun. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I was glad we finally uh, were able to get together. And uh, I'm going to be out in that area in uh, November unless they don't let us <laughs> fly again. And uh, we should. Uh, oh, not anytime sooner? No, no, no. I don't think so. Oh, but, yeah. Make sure we can definitely have dinner and shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely. Try to Not, none of this hot air shit, too. We're definitely yeah, going to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, me, there. you, Kev, we get yeah, a bunch yeah. of Boston heads together yeah, and do awesome. it right. Yeah. Take over this spot. <laughs> <laughs> man, this was really, really yeah. cool. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad, and I'll, uh, I'll let you know when I'm going to put it out. And, uh, again, thanks for uh, doing this. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm sure the people listening will agree, you know, you're a a talented dude and uh, a oh, thanks, person, man. A good person, and uh, you know we're glad you're doing well. If and if and all, all, we just had an amazing conversation that made my day or good, not good. my week. Glad. So that 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 that's you know that awesome. and that take that put it in your hat. Awesome, <laughs> good, good man. <laughs> awesome, man. All right. Well, Great. I will uh, talk to you soon and uh, take care and stay safe and and all that, man. Thank you very much for calling. Right. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Talk to you soon, bud. All right, bye. Bye.